Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Uh, yes, every day at 9 o'clock we do the same thing. We blow dirty earlier than that. Jared thinks up some what I call mundane, mediocre questions. And then you, the listener, you turn it into magic. Is that an accurate description, yeah. Jarrett? They're not mundane. Today they're Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a preview of you coming up in the yeah, sports Some box? good stuff like that. All Puns. right. Zach Larson is here to take us through social studies. Take it away, Zach. All right. Well, since this is our last show before the new year, we want to reflect on the 2022 year. The obvious thing to do is point out the bad, the horrible, the depressing moments all year long. We've already done that so far. But what about the good? We ask, what are some positive things to come from Arizona sports this year? Give us an hour, we'll think of something, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Diamondbacks had themselves a couple of moments, right? We got to see some of their young players. Got to see some of the youth movements, so I think that probably uh, is something good. Brittany Griner made it home from Russia. That's good. Brittany got out of jail. Yeah. I love the... Free Brittany. I, I don't, I, there's no guarantees it's going to work, but I love the story of Kenny Dillingham coming oh, home. Oh, yes. That's a good That's a good Arizona one. Good State. first impression by him, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doing a good job so far in terms of rebuilding that roster or at least attempting to. So that's a, that's a good one. A lot of good stuff here, yeah. The Diamondbacks, definitely a hot topic here. Uh, Brian said that Zach Gallen was very good and obviously almost a Cy Young kind of season from him. Joel brings up Brittany Griner finally coming home. Rachel goes back very early in the year bringing up Cam Johnson's Lemonade Sand. It was such Ooh, a fun good. day and raised so much money. Was that this year? It was this year. Wow. That feels like a long time ago. It does. That is a different vibe <laughs> than it is now, you know? A lot yeah. of co- a lot of comments do bring up Sarver selling the Phoenix Suns and Ooh, that's Mercury. A good one. Uh, Mitch brings up Trenton Bourget beating a ranked Washington team, as well as ASU basketball taking down a ranked Michigan team. And Daylight Films bringing up Tommy Lloyd winning the Pac-12 regular season and tournament titles, winning Coach of the Year, and getting the Wildcats to the Sweet 16. Devin, yeah, that was a great hire. Devin Booker, first team All NBA selection. That, mm-hmm. that would be an individual honor. That was a lot of people pointing out the unique uh, open of Mullet Arena for ASU and for the Coyotes, and that sort of interesting experience okay. there. Not bad. So there is some good from this year. A lot of people saying I can't even think of one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All and, right. And I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm watching up here on the TV. Really happy for Herm Edwards, big that he was able to land on his feet uh, at ESPN. I, I can't even. I mean, doesn't I, that make you it sick? It does. It makes me. It makes me visibly angry. Go go away, Herm. He was lost in the woods for two weeks before I mean, he got that TV job. Come here for five <laughs> for years. Two weeks. Wrecked the program. Yeah. Stuffed twenty million in your pocket. And then just pop up on I'm TV again like I'm nothing ever happened. It, it, shame a, on you. It's a bad look. And shame really, on ESPN. Yes, it's a bad look. I'm totally in agreement with that. All go, right. go away, Herb. <laughs> Let's put this year behind us. Let's look ahead to Week 17 in 2023. The Cardinals enter this game on a five-game losing streak against the Falcons. They're out of the playoffs and pretty much looking forward to the 2023 season. However, Colt McCoy, he is expected to start this week. 
taking back the starting position after just one week of Trace McSorley, who lost his one start against the Buccaneers on Christmas. That's really the only true film we've seen of a well-prepared backup for McSorley. We've discussed it a lot throughout the show today, but with McCoy now back in the starting lineup, are you? why is he starting? And are you in favor of him starting no. over McSorley? Yeah, we've uh, we've sort of made it very, very clear our, our thoughts on this, and it, it's for many reasons. This should be Trace McSorley's platform. You, you really need to get a complete evaluation of this kid going forward, and I don't know why you wouldn't take these two road games and see what he does with them. That, to me, is is a great evaluating platform for this guy. There's the, there's the uh, consolation prize of a higher draft pick that gets thrown in into the mix. I, I think it's a big, big mistake. If the Cardinals end up and Colt McCoy ends up winning this football game, that's a fail in my opinion. It's uh, it's tough because Cliff Kingsbury's goal is to win a football game. Colt McCoy's goal is to play a football game and win a football game. Organizationally speaking, though, the best thing for the organization would be to play Trace McSorley. We we talked about it ad nauseum uh, throughout the day, Zach. I just don't see when you factor in everything, when you factor in Colts coming off a concussion and a patchwork offensive line and what's at stake via the draft to Trace McSorley, trying to get him as much experience as possible. Uh, I, I think organizationally speaking, I think Mike Bidwell needs to step in in this instance and say, this is what's best for the organization going forward in these final two games. But they're not going to do that, apparently. We'll see if we'll see if Colt McCoy finishes the game. Well, Nicholas does agree he wants to see McSorley get more reps, and Murray isn't going to be ready for the start of the season, so we need to see what he has. But a lot of our comments here are actually siding with starting Colt McCoy. Jim says if McCoy is recovered, why not give him the chance to showcase his game for next year, whether that's with the cards or another team? Robert says you owe it to the rest of the team to play the best available quarterback. Andy says Cole is a savvy veteran who can help tank a game without looking like he's tanking the game. So maybe there's that. Uh, (laughs) Nick is going with Colt. We'll make sure that DeAndre Hopkins gets the ball, as he only had one reception last week. Uh, Lobo Jingles says Colt is a tough dude. He might be finishing out his career after this season. Nobody's doubting it's better for the football team to win a game to have Colt McCoy out there. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point of why... You might not want to do that in this particular case. I think we've officially entered that zone where most Cardinals fans don't want the team to to win. The draft status is too important. Again, if you can get the kind of draft pick that you can trade out of and get a bounty and a boatload of picks in return, it could be the turning point to regenerate this entire franchise. Don't blow that opportunity. The interesting thing is also we don't even know who will be making those draft picks. No. Right, right. and we don't know who will be coaching the team. We don't even know if Colt McCoy will be on the team. The new coach and GM may not want Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy may not want the new coach. He's going to be 37 next year. And Colt McCoy doesn't need to audition for anybody. No. We know who he is. Yes. That's what makes him Colt McCoy. We yeah. know who he is and what he does. Who he All be. Right. And who he be. 
<laughs> Anything else, Zach? Yeah, let's wrap up really quickly with Mock My World oh, from no, yesterday. No, I, wow. <laughs> Zach I, Larson I dominating. Zach Larson. I, I finally did something right on the show this week. I, <laughs> well, I am taking away <laughs> this one. We had the topic of the best cars, and in first place with 55% of the vote. Amazing. I had Back to the Future, the Back to the Future DeLorean, Optimus Prime, Lightning McQueen, and the Mystery Machine. Uh, in second place, Jarrett Carlin with 22%. The Kit, OJ's White Ford Bronco, Ecto-1, and the A-Team Van. Dan Bickley with 17% of the vote. I thought in you third. would do better. Batman, or the Batmobile, the Bluesmobile, the Shagwar, and the band, the Cars. Yeah, how did that not, how did that not race better? I, I can't believe Howard didn't do better <laughs> it's, with it's his number one pick. <laughs> a Corvette. A Corvette. A Red Firebird, the Buick from Highway Patrol, and the Beverly Hillbillies no, car. There was a lot of... 5.6%. Did, percent did Howard vote. not understand the question there was coming, a lot out, of, coming out of the first yeah. round there? There was a lot of idgaff energy coming off of Howard yesterday during Mock wow. World. Did nobody, nobody picked the General Lee? Nobody picked the General Lee. Very controversial very, non-pick. Yeah. But very. it would have been a very controversial pick in today's day and age. Because of what? The Confederate flag? Yes. It is iconic, it? though. It's, it's one of the most iconic With things. the car the flag. I want to put out... Be ha- careful, Barry. Howard Balzer right now, 5.8%. Wow. He has one percentage point, 4.8% set by young Jesse as the lowest ever in the history of Mock My World. So we could do it, voters. I'm perfectly fine with Jesse retaining that title. Okay, fair enough. That's, that should be, that's something that should belong to Jesse. The, the, the Jesse Memorial Award. Good job, Zach. Way to dominate. Yes, you did great this was week, that your, Was that your Zach. debut, Mock My World? That was not my debut, oh, but that's my first win. That's nice my job. first dub. Nice job. Killed it. <laughs> All right, for those who just can't get enough of of Jarrett. Oh, boy. All two of you. <laughs> well, if, for those who can't get enough of me, then let me say one thing before we go to break. How about okay. that? Oh, good. And that is... If you're headed to the college football semifinal <laughs> at State Farm Stadium... Get that party started at the College Football Hall of Fame free tailgate starting at 10 a.m. on the Great Lawn at Sportsman's Park. Music, food, beverages, and special guests will make the tailgate party memorable. Admission is free. That's a good one. Wow. 10 a.m. on the Great Lawn at Sportsman's Park. And you had Jared at food. Free beer. Yeah. All right. Coming up on the other side, Jared's musical submission for the week. Oh, it is not as good as last week. I'll tell you that right away. don't want to miss this. He's Tim Ring. I'm Dan Bickley. You're listening to Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Football Friday with Bickley and Murata. Presented by 72 Sold. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. If you told me back then when I started that I'd be able to play 12 years in the National Football League, I'd have been extremely thankful. And probably would have told you you were crazy. Mother Why are so many Cardinals falling? Another, another, another. Injury has us balling. You know it's a cursed day. Cause now even Buddha can't play. Why bother, bother, bother trying to win more games? The draft is not the answer, so may as well keep on playing. 
You know this season has a way of bringing bad news every day. Fired guys and retired guys, Kingsbury and more injuries. Then I see a Cardinals tweet. What's moving on? What's moving on? What's moving on? Oh, what's moving on? Jared Carlin attempting to do some Marvin Gaye. Like even wow. the greatest, the greatest singers uh, don't even try to do that. I thought, I thought you showed some some range there, though, Jared. I, I or you attempted to show some range. Thank you. Cliff Kingsbury. Show some range. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I should have just put Sarah in the song again this week. People actually seem to like last week's song. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, that was that was okay. Was All it, right. it was it a, did she it, sing? It was, it, was it a duet? Was well, it was a duet last week. We did a Christmas song to Baby It's Cold Outside. All right, so uh, before we get back into the Cardinals, I want to throw this out here real quick because this tweet came out, and, it, and it's basically telling Ohio State and Georgia fans to brace for the worst because they were assigned, the sh- that bowl, the Peach Bowl, was assigned Pac-12 referees. Uh, oh no! <laughs> they were assigned Pac-12 referees. Poor bastards. People are already bracing for the worst, right? Uh, and there's also a lot of people who are noting that the Pac-12 hasn't done poorly this bowl season, and the Pac-12 has got a lot of good quarterbacks coming net back next year, and the Pac-12 might be really good next year. Well, they got the best. Quarter- they got the best quarterback. Uh, and Penix from Washington is really good. Washington beat Texas last yeah, night. Right. And Bo Nix. Bo Nix is Oregon. coming back to and that Oregon. Guy, that head coach at Oregon, everybody seems to rave about him. Yes. That new landing guy. Yeah. And uh, after seven years playing for Chip Kelly, Dorian Thompson Robinson is moving on, but they just got a five star named Dante Moore okay. to play at UCLA. So he might start as a true freshman. So yeah, the the yeah. this would be the final year of the Pac-12 as we know it, correct? Right. Eh, that's right. Could be. So there you go. I wanted to get that out there. So keep that in mind when you watch Georgia, Ohio State. Those will be Pac-12 referees working the game. Uh, all right. One of the interesting things this weekend, at least from my perspective, is what are we going to get out of the wide receiver position here? Because there's a lot of speculation about what is DeAndre Hopkins going to do? Is he going to ask for a trade? My belief is he will. DeAndre Hopkins, he's, he's very motivated, clearly getting into the Hall of Fame is something he is thinking about, that he's worrying about, that he thinks maybe that six-game PED suspension is going to be a hurdle and an obstacle for him. There was part of a Hard Knocks episode that dealt with that. And he's coming off a game when he had uh, one catch for four yards on ten targets, and that one catch was was largely... Um, we need to give him a catch. We need to get him a catch. Yeah, it was one of those. Hey, we can't have him. We can't have this string busted here. We so, lived that through fits for a few different years. Yeah, too. right. So I wonder if, on some level, this is not related to the Colt McCoy element on Sunday, appeasing DeAndre Hopkins at a time when maybe the team is tripping that he's going to be asking out. Now, again, I'm just speculating, but but I do think that I, I, knowing what I think I know about DeAndre Hopkins and how good he is. I don't think he wants to waste a year of his prime on a football team that's going to look like the Cardinals might at the start of next year. 
And maybe also the bigger question is, how does DeAndre Hopkins feel about Kyler Murray? Yeah, you know, that too. That, that, that might be, I mean, whether or not Colt McCoy throws him, you know, eight targets and he has six catches on Sunday in Atlanta in week 17 of this god-awful season, mm-hmm. is that going to move the meter on how he feels about staying a Cardinal? I kind of doubt it, actually. It's how does he feel about Kyler Murray? What's the chemistry like there? Mm-hmm. Does he vibe with this cat? Does he, does he want to play with him? Does he believe in him? I got to tell you. After this past year, I don't know what the answer is to those questions. I think when he got here, I think I think there was some chemistry. I, I think that may have been frayed a little bit. As yeah, I think you're right. And I, I think that's I, a good point. And I think you know we saw some signs of that. You know, what are you seeing out there, man? And some of that just happens between a receiver and a quarterback. But from what I have heard. And again, you know, some of this might just be DeAndre Hopkins venting uh, mm-hmm. out of frustration, but he has voiced concerns to people about his role and his want to be on this team next year. Yeah. So there's that. Then there's the Greg. What a dorch. What a dorch. Who a lot of Cardinal fans are like, wait, what, what are you doing with this guy? How, how is it that you're not continuing to play and invest a guy who is so productive who fights for yards after the catch who f- catches pretty much everything you throw his direction so will we see will we see another game like that from Greg Dorch and, and and is he part of the future and then there's the Hollywood Brown situation um I did not know this Howard Balzer uh informed me of this that apparently Hollywood Brown after the game told a reporter that that the reason why his snap count was down against the Bucks is that he was late to a team meeting and this is being a professional and finishing strong and all the lip service that Mike Bidwell called them out for the week right. before. Right. Like, yeah, you guys can talk a good game, but we're seeing you guys cut corners. That's what it is. And Kyler Murray was late. And okay. Kyler Murray was late, but the apparently the Kyler week- Murray didn't pay a price. I, I, you know, I'm right. Well, then it was the week before the Patriot game. And, you know, this, this, this is, this is this, this is what you don't normally would would see i guess or hear mm-hmm. about but because reporters are are poking around and and that espn.com was article was pretty pretty well sourced you're finding out about kyler murray and marquise hollywood brown i'm sure the cardinals weren't thrilled about it but he admitted it himself mm-hmm. i was late so, so yeah, yeah right so <laughs> so I, and again so i and again i look at i look at hollywood brown and i know he came here because he wanted to put up numbers because he wants to be um paid like an elite wide receiver i i'm not making that investment from what i've seen i i think he's good but i don't think it goes beyond that he's not a big he's not a big salaried number 1 wide out no. in this league he's a number 2 and and again and i think the cardinals and again i, I said this earlier and i'll repeat it again I, I i hate to admit this i am so envious of the football team they've got in san francisco now that's the kind of football team i want big and physical and to go right through you you know, with, with with receivers who who bring a lot of attitude and some size and can block. The, the Cardinals don't have a lot of wide receivers who block well. And, and an offensive line and a punishing running game. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's running schemes, and a lot of this stems from his father. Uh, what Mike Shanahan did in Denver with Alex Gibbs as that offensive line coach, I mean, their run concepts are really, really good. I mean, there's a reason why Terrell Davis is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's a good point. And whoever they plugged in there after Davis got hurt, they always seem to rush for about 1,200 yards, like, 
guys like Mike Anderson and Orlando Scary. Like, they're, 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 it was the scheme. And Kyle's brought that to San Francisco. And now you plug in Christian McCaffrey to that scheme. I mean, they are just, they're, they're, they're really talented and they're really good. And you just don't have that in Arizona. A lot of that is personnel. Some of it might be scheme as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they should, you, you should be envious of that football team because they are, they are talented and they are well coached and they are a joy to watch and they yeah. are really, really good. Right. And so that's, and that's, so that's what I want this team to be going forward. I, I do think that it, having too many finesse players in offense, it just, it's not the way to go. I mean, D Hop, for all his greatness, he is not a blocking wide receiver and, and Hollywood Brown doesn't have the size to block. You know, it's interesting. If they do get a new coach in here and, the days of, I mean, the, the, for the most part, the days of rebuilding in the NFL are over. I mean, I, I think any new coach is going to come in here and say, our job is to win in 2023. Mm-hmm. And let's say, whether it's Sean Payton or not, a new coach might come in here and say, no, our best chance to win is to have DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz, James Conner on the football field. Yeah, we need to refortify the offensive line and figure out what we're going to do with Justin Pugh and, and Kelvin Beecham. We can assume Rodney Hudson's going to retire. So we got to figure out what, but, but that's going to be the best chance we have to win. Yeah. So we want these. We're not going to trade Hopkins. Doesn't matter what he, doesn't matter what Hopkins wants. And also, a new coach may get DeAndre Hopkins excited about staying here. Maybe that that so could there's, be. There's yeah. all these kind of. There's a lot of layers oh, that need man. to be laid down. There's a yeah, in the there's, next six weeks here. There's a lot of stuff swirling. You're like, not kidding about that. Sean Payton may may change DeAndre Hopkins' mind no, about how he how he feels that about Arizona. All right, coming up on the other side, it's that time. It's Jared Carlin and the Sports Kebab. He's Tim. Ring. I'm Dan Bickley. You're listening to Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Yes, up now on the homepage, ArizonaSports.com, we have our Sanderson Ford poll question. And today's question is a simple who you got in Arizona's Arizona State's basketball game tomorrow afternoon. U of A or ASU, Dan, Tim, who are you guys going with? Yeah, I think that, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I have a hard time getting my head around this game. Arizona's obviously, they've got a lot of size. They, they're very formidable. I think I'm going to have to go with Arizona. I'll be contrarian just so we make it an interesting segment and say Arizona State on the home court beyond a great crowd is able to eke one out. All right. Well, right now, number five, Arizona, they have the commanding 68% of the vote. Arizona State with the remaining 32%. That's the Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote yourself online at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Here we go. It's always a dance with the devil when Vince is not here to laugh at every one of my jokes. <laughs> I'll pretend to laugh at your jokes. He, okay. All right, he's very it. generous with his laughter, isn't he? Yes. But he's got a great sense of humor, and he gets a lot of my references. But I don't want any pretending. Only legitimate reactions here from you guys. Because it's, uh, boy, a oh man, it's been a harrowing week. Have you been reading the news and stuff and seeing no, wait, the hell? No, what's happened this week, uh, Derek? Delays, lost items, brutal conditions. 
And that's just in my bathroom since I got home from Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, 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 my God, yeah. What a trip I had, guys. The beach, the pool, perfect weather, and most importantly, all you can eat all the time anywhere at an all-inclusive resort. Boy, did I take advantage of that. Appetizers, desserts, multiple entrees. And I moved more plates in the Southwest than San Andreas Fault. (laughs) Seriously. Not to mention, every day, 4 p.m., they had fresh, delicious ice cream. And every day I ate it. I saw more empty bowls than during ESPN programming last week. (laughs) And believe it or not, I saw some celebrities at the resorts, guys. You did? I did. I saw Andy Reid on a boat. Oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I meant to see. I saw Andy Reid from a boat. He was swimming majestically while eating krill. <laughs> There's a big fat whale is what I'm doing. Now, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now I, I saw what I thought was the NBA commissioner. But I realized it wasn't actually him. You know what gave it away? What's that? Because who I thought was Adam Silver was repeatedly being grabbed by the tail and dipped into cocktail sauce. So I said, that's not Adam Silver. It's a... It's a shrimp. shrimp yeah. okay. Now, I saw Josh Rosen. You did? I did. I saw Josh Rosen at the resort. And don't worry, guys. I tipped him well after he brought my bags up and... Nice <laughs> <laughs> to see him working. Now, maybe the only bad thing was the internet. It was very unreliable in Mexico, sort of in the middle of nowhere there. I was unable to really partake in the group chats at work. I mean, believe me, I tried to log on. I tried to log on, but I was kicked off teams uh, more times than Eno Benjamin. (laughs) (laughs) It was a beautiful resort, beautiful pools and beaches. And uh, let me tell you guys something here. Just between you and I, Uh beautiful women, beautiful women. Don't worry. When I walked by, those ladies were less interested than Al Michaels on Thursday Night Football. (laughs) Now, obviously, I wasn't interested in them either. I'm married, and thank God, because I am a sight to see without my shirt these days. Holy moly. My torso looks like the skin of a bruised kiwi fruit. (laughs) Have you heard of the new movie Glass Onion? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. My torso looks like a wool onion. (laughs) I have AIDS. My goodness. When I say I look like someone young when I wear shorts, I'm referring to Angus. (laughs) But I had a great time because it's so relaxing there. Everything is there at the resort for you. You don't need to drive anywhere. I mean, when you get there, you can abandon a car faster than the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh, I got it. It was a Derek car. Now, it's a, it's a weird story in the NFL because the Raiders have decided to bench recently extended quarterback Derek Carr. Now, Carr's play this season has been inexplicable, uneven, and hard to look at. But then again, so is Mark Davis's hair. And he's still with the Raiders. <laughs> now, people are thinking that the dismissal of Carr is somehow related to potentially courting Tom Brady next season. Now, if you're Brady, there are many good things about playing in Las Vegas at his age. The money, the weather, the penny slots and early bird dinners. <laughs> let's face it, if you're Tom Brady, playing in Las Vegas does increase the odds by 500% that Gronk will unretire to join you. That's true. He's there in the weekends anyway. And just think, Tom, if you play in Vegas... 
Your next divorce can be done via drive-thru. Oh. <laughs> Save time and money. <laughs> now, we discussed this earlier, but would the Raiders even want Tom Brady? I mean, Tim, earlier you mentioned that Brady may be washed, I think was the term you used. I said Bickley thinks he's washed. Oh, Bickley washed. thinks he's washed? Yeah. Well, I think, I think he is washed. Now, don't I don't mean that literally, because as we know, Brady can't actually be washed or it uh, ruins his makeup and hair dye. <laughs> so it's just figuratively washed. So we've reached the end of a crazy Arizona sports year. You know, this is the last sports kebab of the year. This has been... Unlike any other year I can remember, full of mysteries, commentaries, injuries, and Kingsbury. Card suspensions, head coach tensions, locker room dissensions, and Crowder Twitter mentions. Teams were investigated. Opponents were newly hated. Coaches were rotated. And work cultures far outdated. We had player max deals. Hollywood's fast wheels. And Luca playing heel. We had small arenas and big chokes. We had fired guys and retired guys. We had sinking ships, new ownerships, and lots of bullshit. <laughs> but the one thing we didn't have that hopefully will be in 2023 is a championship. Oh. And that's. Nicely done. Thank nice you. play on the words there at the end there, Jerry. Thank you can you. put that up online. Well, the sports kebab you could find at the ArizonaSports.com, the Bickley Murata page after the show. And, of course, if you're not already following Jared, don't worry, he won't follow you back. Absolutely not. <laughs> he doesn't even follow me. Uh, well, you might be lucky. I'm in the Carlin 100. You have to... The Carlin 100. What do I do? I got to yeah. apply? Do I got to tap dance? Uh, do, I get, do I have to audition? You would think uh, a radio producer in a major metropolitan market would be following sound like, everybody. Sound like Vince now. Oh, uh, did the, Vince tell you that? He always says it every time. I, the, the show account, we follow like 900 people, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but if you want to interact with me, follow me on Twitter, or you could text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 62620 right or, now. Or if you want to take Jarrett with you to an all-inclusive, all-you-can-eat yeah, resort. Absolutely. He's your guy, man. You know what, Jared? because you don't follow me, I'm going to give everybody your cell phone number right now. No. It's, I'm, no, kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll follow you. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I I'll review your milk. tweets this That's weekend. Right. And I'll follow me or I give out the, the cell, or I the give car- out the digits. Yeah, the Carlin 100. Good job, Jared. I enjoyed that. Thank you. All right, well, coming up off the grid, we'll wrap up a busy week. Tim Ring, Dan Bickley, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. There are several songs about Atlanta, specifically. Yeah. I was unable to get comb through them quickly enough to make sure they were clean. Yeah. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Did you ever do a parody to this song, Jared? I, of course I did. That's right. The Cardinals went down to Georgia. That's right. I, I seem to remember that you did. I, I seem to recall it was really, really bad, too. <laughs> you're just guessing on that one. And if you care to take it there, I'll make a bet with you. I think Tim Rings used to have this on a cassette tape or something. 
Seven and eight track. track. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> the Charlie Daniels Band. Absolutely. But I'll take it. They had three awesome songs. This is everything. I only know this one. Devil went down to Georgia. They had the Willie Swamp. Okay, don't know that one. And what else? Oh, sure you do. There's another one. What was the third? The 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 one about like you better lay your not lay your hand on a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Okay. In America or something like that. Oh yeah, something like that. That's right. Yeah. Can't recall the title. Today's song of the day: Charlie Daniels Band. Devil went down to Georgia. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. All right, you know, some people are wired different than others. Some people, when something bad happens around them, have the ability to make quick decisions and and help out. Blaine Gabbard apparently is one of these guys. There was a helicopter crash in Tampa Bay. Helicopter went into the water. And Blaine Gabbert was just tooling around like on a jet ski. And he saw what had happened. And he wheeled around and went and helped the victims of this helicopter crash. He's being uh, lauded as a true hero with all of this. Have you ever been in that situation, Jared? Have you ever saved a life? (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know why I'm laughing about that. No. The, the, yeah, the opportunity's never arisen. I mean, I've carried some drunk people out of a bar before. That's not... Uh, got, that's, got, no, him, that's got him home. True. Down up. <laughs> Whoops. I guess, yeah, I guess that's something, isn't it? I, but never, uh, never, yeah, never a big accident or a plane crash or a boat crash or having to perform CPR. No, I... Right. Never, okay. had, that, never had that opportunity, which right. is probably a good, a good thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. You know, no, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah it is a good, good thing, thing, right? So, yeah. So just props to Blaine Gabbard. Uh, Cars went down to Georgia. They were looking for a game to steal. They were in a bind, falling way behind, and the concern was getting real. Now, when this season started, the Cardinals were really hot. But a losing streak has hurt them some. Time to see what the team has got. I guess that... Okay. There, that was a little taste of that. Gee, thanks, Jared. Couldn't have gotten by without that. You called for it. It's like, we didn't have enough of you already. You mentioned it. Yeah, I know I mentioned it. I notice how he went, you called for it, too. You mentioned now, it. Because you didn't really call for it now, did you? No, I didn't really call for it. It's been an interesting year in the NBA. Tempers have risen. We saw a fight the other night. But last night was a game that really clearly shows Zion Williamson has become a force in the NBA. If you saw what he did against the Timberwolves and the way he closed out that game. Afterwards, D'Angelo Russell Wine said, we're all playing basketball. He's playing football. Maybe it was a compliment. Well, no, he used didn't mean to it, it was a compliment. He didn't mean it. He meant it as they're allowing this guy to do anything. They used to say the same thing about Shaq. But Zion, seriously, for all the for all the hand-wringing about his slow roll into the NBA, he's putting it together now. And he's, it's classic Zion that we saw at Duke. I mean, he he may be big, but he moves like a guard, man. He gets into passing lanes, and he puts the ball on the oh. deck, and he gets to the bucket. And that, that much-criticized dunk that he had against the Suns, while that was frowned upon by the Suns, 
That was pretty freaking spectacular. It was spectacular. I mean, for a big man to do those things like that. Yeah, yeah. and look, and Blake Griffin, Joel, Joel Embiid, they all had slow sort of starts in the NBA for, due to injuries. Mm-hmm. And once they finally got going, they became superstars. So maybe this is now the start of Zion. Yeah, rise. And, and, and it really kind of, uh, it, it's it's going to make that New Orleans team a handful. Well, they're playing without Ingram. I know. I mean, if, if Zion and Ingram can coexist mm-hmm. and, and, and grow in power as opposed to, you know, kind of fighting for the spotlight, mm-hmm. that is, I mean, they're dangerous now. I know. You had that, you had Brandon Ingram into that You mix. had that piece? Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. All right, the Miami Dolphins have got a big game this weekend. They're going to have to do it without Tua Tungavailoa. I don't know if you saw what Tua's brother came out and said. Tua's brother came out and said, listen, it's the way my brother rolls, man. He's just going to keep playing until the wheels fall off. Well, you might have to take the decision out of his hands. I know. I know. That sight of him four weeks ago with his fingers going all different yeah, directions, right? it doesn't get much scarier on the football no, field. No, it really doesn't. And it's it's one of those things where you, you think about how close Miami has been to being a real formidable team. They went in there into Buffalo and in a loss gained a lot of respect. Um, it's, it, it's kind of a shame. It's a shame that this story has popped up because this Miami team has got a lot of pieces to, to make this thing interesting. And now, now they're going to have to go and win a game without them. So there was a discernible drop off. Not what you found out after the game about the concussion. Like he, mm-hmm. he was lighting the Packers up pre-concussion, and then after the concussion, you look back, like where are you throwing it to? Who are you throwing it to? Why yeah. are you throwing that? And now you put two and two together. Like right, probably wasn't right in the head. Right. No, you're exactly right. Uh, and then finally, the Philadelphia Eagles still aren't sure what they're going to do with their quarterback position this weekend. Jalen Hurts. At least they've got a guy in Gardner Minshew who who they know can play a little bit. They haven't secured the number one no, seed yet, but but what do you, what do you what, I mean? Yeah, you want that, but you also want Hurts healthy for the playoffs. Yes. That's a, that's a dilemma. Yeah. Well, yeah. we talked about how important the number one seed exactly. is this year. But is that more important than having your quarterback healthy for uh, a, play, no, a playoff the run? That, I, the answer to that is no, but it's it's you know it's kind of like a sliding scale, right? You know, Gardner Minshew though is a. He's exciting. He's got the mustache and everything. He is just one step above Colt McCoy. Like, he will get exposed the more he plays. Do you th- really think that? I do. I think he's one step above that. I don't think he's much he's, more than what you hmm. uh, describe, but I think he's probably a half step more than what you describe. They don't exactly finish up with the 85 Bears, though. I mean, they got the Saints and the Giants. I think if they played the 85 Bears right now, they would win easily. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> they got to be in their 60s. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. What else you got? It's almost any big New Year's plans for anybody. I don't really care. It's, I haven't, it's, uh, it's amateur. That's a, it's, a yeah. great, it's a great, great question. My last time going out New Year's Eve had to be about 10 years ago. I gave it a shot mm-hmm. and said never again. It used to be a thing. My 20s and 30s. Yeah. I would fly to Miami. I'll go to South Did Beach. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. wow. South Beach. Yeah. You would fly to South Beach would you, yeah. would celebrate you, New Year's? But remember, play I, a play. Yeah, but I, what were you wearing? But, I, but, I, lived, but wearing? I used to live there, so I would go, go back. I mean, I had a connection there, but... No, the last ten years, I think I did a, I did a New Year's at like the W in Scottsdale, maybe ten years ago. Yeah, and that was my. I said, okay, that's it. Between that's my it. by age, the cost.
lost in the ever-present amateur night vibe of New Year's Eve. And then the the, cl- the, the clubs and the hotels, Bic, they, I mean, they started absolutely destroying you with, with prices. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, absolutely yeah, that's unacceptable. That's a good point. No, I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, nothing big other than watch a lot of football, right? I'm going to go, I'm going to the U of A ASU basketball. So am I. I'll see you there. Oh. Yeah, how about that, right? I'll look at, I'll look at the good seats and wave to you. <laughs> yeah. I, so, are you going to be in full Wildcat Bogalia? Oh, absolutely. Head to toe. Going with some of my, a couple of my U of A friends. This is it. Next time we all convene. 2023. Don't forget Cardinals over or Cardinals game day. 7 a.m. start Sunday morning. I'll be here. Oh. Previewing the Cardinals the no, no wonder he doesn't have a New Year's Eve plan. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's also that. <laughs> Go easy on my man ring in the post game, by the way, folks. Come on now. <laughs> Tough gig. Bring it on, people. All right. On behalf of who do I got to thank today, Jared? Eddie Johnson joined us. D. Orlando Ledbetter joined us. On behalf of Zach Larson, who kicked all of our backsides and mocked my world. On behalf of the ringer, Tim Ring, who always does a great job filling in. And on behalf Thank of you, you, Ferret, I'm Dan Bickley. Luke and Wolf is next. You're listening to Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Happy New Year! Happy New Year!